Kevin. I'm Bobby. And, and this could be a podcast. Don't be so. so well, you're not an artist. So well, I know. I, it's fine. Just cheer up. Hard drives are so cheap. I mean, so cheap. Like, what a five terabyte high, a five terabyte hard drive. Yeah. For a hundred bucks. Yeah. And it's reliable. I'm like, yeah. Um, we bought a one terabyte hard drive when we were just starting to get on the road because Katie, um, when we were in Des Moines, she had her computer. We went out. Uh, I give lessons at her school, and she would give oh, lessons yeah. afterwards. Um, for children? Yeah, for children. So we, I would do guitar allowed, lessons. You were allowed around children? Yeah, yeah, at that time. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, I would uh, do guitar lessons, and she would do piano lessons and vocal lessons and stuff like that. And Real twofer. Yeah, so when we were first starting to date, that's what, you know, that's as a musician, I would play shows and then teach lessons and stuff like that. And we went out, we left her apartment, or left her apartment, Jesus, left her uh, room yeah. for like a half hour. Like we just, I forget even what we did. I think we just ran back to the apartment and then ran back to the house. And in that time, someone stole her work computer and her uh, MacBook. <sighs> and because we walked back and it's like, and they left my guitar because I left my guitar there. Too, oh. which was crazy because we walked back in, which is they're gone. The garbage can, the garbage bag was gone. Like, so they the just garbage bag, yeah. So they threw it in the garbage, bag. they threw it in the garbage bag, and then they left. Oh. And it was one of those things where, like, they had to, they had to be watching us to know that yeah. they were that we'd left because otherwise, right. you're just knocking on doors, walking into walking into places, random place. They have to be on premise because it was weird. There was like a there was an entrance that. Was separated was uh, so it was a Catholic school. So there was a church, and then her room was off of the church. So you could walk into the church publicly. Yeah, you know it's not like a school lockdown, Columbine right. crap. Right. You know, right. you could walk into the church, and then you could have access if you knew where you were going. You could have access to the school, and okay. then um, so it was like, oh, fuck, that really this sucks. Like, yeah. That sucks. Whatever else we're gonna do for the rest of the night. What about we're, all those college papers you wrote that were on that hard drive? It was it's mainly gone her, forever. It was mainly her MacBook and then all of her lessons that she had, like the the her lessons school plans, lessons, yeah. yeah, lessons plans and stuff like that. She was gonna yeah. have a problem. So then I became like a sleuth. Like it was, it was oh, like. Did you figure it out? Well, I was. What you do when something's stolen? You call the cops and they're you like, yeah. A, yeah, well, they sucks. can't really do anything. Yeah. Here's your thing. Here's your report number for your insurance company. Even that was no. Even I don't even think because it wasn't insured. So I mean, we didn't do anything with insurance. Sure. But, um, but I remember. So the next day, I was on Craigslist, like looking for looking for MacBooks, <laughs> looking for MacBooks, and I think it was a Dell laptop or something like that that was there. And I found a package. They were selling a MacBook and a Dell laptop. Jeez. together Ugh. and i was like well what are the chances what are the chances yeah. right like right. what are the chances that someone's just selling a bundle of their yeah. macbook and their dell laptop together <laughs> right or are these the people that totally stole yeah stuff? and so then it becomes a situation of like okay do i inform the author- the authorities that or do you just go buy it or do i just go and then can like, how do I confront them? Like, how do I handle yeah. the situation where I'm like, well, this is clearly something you stole yesterday and yeah. I'm by myself, you know? Like, it was just right. one of those things, like, I don't know how to play this out. Like, I'm, what, 45% sure that yeah. it is what, because again, it was a shitty photo. I mean, it was mainly the description that <sighs> yeah. I was going off yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. So it couldn't even be like, 
Oh yeah, that's exactly her computer. There's yeah. this decal she has Stickers on it. Says on it. "I heart Bobby" on it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I know that's that's her computer. No, it was just what are the chances in Des Moines, sure. Iowa, sure. that it was a that it was a bundle being sold this way? Probably a bad time. But also, so what you did it was I I ignored it. We just left it. Oh, we just left it. I what I, I didn't know what to do. Oh. I didn't know how to go about it. Oh, you set it up and you spring it on me. Listen here, you son of a bitch. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. You think? You're going to tell me that you're a bad guy and you're just going to give me my stuff for free and <laughs> quit scamming old people at the mall. Yeah. And then just walk away <laughs> with just my stuff. Just walk away with your stuff. And they don't have a gun or a knife and or anything. Everybody claps. Yeah. And everyone, everyone claps in the situation. <laughs> they just start yeah. to turn around. Yeah. And they're like, good job. Good for him. That guy. I only know one side of the story, but good for that, him. Good for that person. Mm-hmm. So when exactly, we were on the road. Exactly what would happen. <laughs> exactly. And I don't get shanked at all in any of those situations. Uh, had I had you even, get stabbed with a real knife. This is in prison. Yeah, I was going to say, well, well, I get stabbed with a real, real knife. You get like with a real <laughs> knife. Yeah. So that all those thoughts went through my brain. And I was like, yeah, you know, mm, let's just take the L on it. She, the school's going to give oh. her a computer. Oh. And then, uh, so we ended up when we were in Colorado, like we had to, we had to get our computer and yeah. the iPads had just come out and everything mm. with that. And we were mm. working on our albums and everything mm. with that. So I remember that wasn't the first time when terabyte hard drives were like, yep. Whoa. There's a, they've done it. It's good. A terabyte. They man. did it. It's Holy good. shit. It's it's just like that. Elroy Potashnik in uh, <laughs> they community. Holy shit. They, they did, did it. it. They, they did, did it. it. Those <laughs> bastards. They did it. Cause again, operating on, you yeah. know, megabytes you know right. gigabytes oh, yeah. you know you like when you're operating yeah. in that with like with like 20 gigabytes on a hard drive i uh, that is I'll insane never, i'll never need another hard drive for the rest of my life and then find out like well you know an sd yeah. card yeah. a shitty one that's 32 one. Uh, so, uh, i'm gonna bre- i'm gonna break into you here a little bit so my when i went to college when I, when I went to college mm-hmm. um it was a big thing, big, big thing. This is the fall of 2001. This is before the towers fell. <laughs> Just put, put some, some perspective in. Uh, how many days before 9-11? How many days before 9-11? Um, probably 20. 20 days? Okay. Well, yeah. Different so, time. Different yeah, time. different time. So uh, my the college I went to, it was decided that they were going to become a laptop college. So every single student was given with a fee. Yeah, you paid the fee. <laughs> so you had yeah, to buy yeah, a you had to pay a fee. Uh, everybody got a laptop. Everybody was and everybody was using the same laptops. It was, mm-hmm. you know, just laptops a go go. Um, there. Show title. It's show title. <laughs> um, but so when I was going through my registration process and got my laptop, and they're like, and as a special gift to all of you, you all get these nifty difty thumb drives. Everybody gets this thumb <laughs> drive with this. It was this weird and logo. It pops up when you do this. No, it, that wasn't even. It had a cap. <laughs> no. It had a cap on it. It was about the size of a of a large dill pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "This is great. You can put your you, you can all put, your documents. You can put a paper on there. This a is a digital of, backpack. This is, yeah, basically, you can take it and you know you're working on a paper, save it to the thumb drive, put it on that, and you can mm-hmm. go work on it anywhere and elsewhere. Yeah. And I kept it around. I never used it like once. I don't think I ever plugged it into my computer. At all. Well, you didn't understand the power. Well, I, exactly. Uh, but it's like, then I like I kept it forever. And then one time I was, 
you know, this is years down the road. I t- I'm like, oh, hey, look, it's a little thumb drive that I was given to, like, my orientation before mm-hmm. I was even a freshman. And I opened it up, and was like, this has two megabytes. <laughs> 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 like, two megabytes. And I've kept it forever. And it was oh just my like, God. it was just like every so often, like, put it on my. You can like, put five papers. Look on at this. this, kids. Look at this. <laughs> this was like they're like this is a, and they they're they're probably blowing smoke up our ass. They're like this is really this is really big. This is like <laughs> this is a really good gift. You could probably hold more physical work <laughs> in an actual backpack than I was just like than the size of that thumb. What is the what, okay? All right, like you can put multiple papers on here and do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more than five, but <laughs> right. but more than one. Well, right. I mean, somewhere between that one and five range, you're a sweet spot. Two megabytes, and yeah, and I've thought about that like a two lot. megabytes. I wonder yeah. if we can find out how, how much, how much, do, like, is that actually worth? Nice. And then, and then, like, just you know, continuing to like grow and evolve and working. I was like, oh my gosh, this I've got a five hundred gig. Like, I work for like when I was like working doing uh, um, programming for the Outdoor Channel. It's just like you know, most of I would would be working off a two hundred and fifty gigabyte hard drive that was like that was our big thing and then, mm-hmm. yeah and then it was like then it moved to 500 and then it was right then it was terabyte but um I, I like the idea of this giving everyone a laptop and then charging them on the back end i think we should implement it was that. it was, was implement I mean, it was the technology like, fee you had a technology we're gonna fee. give you this podcast for free and there's just gonna be a back end cost yeah. no, it's a listening fee is yeah, what we call it's it. It's, it's, just, a, it's a listening fee. It's just a listening fee. Like everybody the everybody get gets this. And if anything ever happened to your laptop where it started fucking up, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, we'll just reimage it. We'll just wipe it fucking clean. Do you, you got a backup of everything? Nope. Well, <laughs> well I can't because I have. That's on, that's on fucking you for downloading LimeWire, you fuck. That was, that was pretty much it. I mean, here, I have no idea. Do you know the units of memory? Like, I'm, I'm reading through them right now, and I. Okay. Without I, look, without looking. Without looking. Here we do go. Do you know what is beyond a terabyte? Oh, beyond a terabyte would be a. Uh, oh, I don't know. We'll go. We'll go from so go from the byte. Yep. Byte. Kilobyte. Yep. Megabyte. Yep. Uh, a gigabyte. There you go. Terabyte. Okay. Terabyte, and this then it'd be. Quigabyte or like is it with no, a Q or no? It's a petabyte. Petabyte and then an exabyte. Petabyte does not sound right. It, pet, petabyte, petabyte does not roll off peta, the tongue right. Petabyte <laughs> seems like the storage unit of pedophiles. <laughs> uh, like it when had a they petabyte. have Ugh. when they have their uh, separate hard drives. Yeah, they you would <laughs> only op- only operating petabytes. Peta, it's a petabyte of of pornography of, of kitty porn. Uh, gee, that's exabyte and then a, a zettabyte. zettabyte? And then a yottabyte. A yottabyte. Interesting. I cannot wait to start hearing about petabyte drives. I think they're like, going to skip them. I just yeah, think they're, they're going to skip gonna them. Skip it. They're going to go they're exabyte. Gonna, they're going to go. We need to rebrand this. Yeah. Whoever is like this, like whoever is, um, you know. Well, wouldn't like, you think like a Bitcoin would be operating in? I mean, I, I guess we don't know the range of these. I don't know. But they have to be operating over terabytes. Oh, the uh, Bitcoin? One I don't know. One petabyte is equal to a thousand terabytes and precedes the exabyte unit of memory uh measurement. Yes. A petabyte is ten to the fifteenth power or one thousand way too many zeros. A, a thousand to, terabyte. 
I mean, a thousand terabyte. I get that. No, well, I mean, same thing with a thousand gigabytes of terabyte. But it says uh, one thousand or zero, like what? Four, twelve zeros. Yeah, that's a. Uh, hold on, right? Uh, I it, it's a confusing. Okay, right, here we go. Uh, ready? Uh, billion. Okay, so it's bytes. Billion, trillion, quadrillion. So it, it's a quadrillion bytes. bytes. That's okay, what it is. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there we uh, go. I don't feel like I think you'd call that a a quintabyte or a quadabyte, but what do mm, I know? Petabytes. Petabytes, huh? Is that from Greek or uh, something? For example, internet giants like Google and Facebook store more than uh, more than over 100 petabytes of data on their data servers. That doesn't sound like much. I mean, I mean. So there you go. Apparently, a petabyte is a gajillion amount of uh, information. As I mean. Do I have, I mean, right now, one of my, I like all the data that I have currently, both main job, side job, and personal. How much, how, how close are you to a thousand terabytes? I'm probably like, I don't. Uh, I'm around I mean, 10 I'm terabytes. About, I would say probably I'm close to maybe 20. I would, I would guess May, around 20. Maybe, yeah. maybe. But I throw away a bunch. I, I You know, I, as much as I don't like to throw away information, like I, I've gotten rid of a bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah, so maybe 20, 20 terabytes okay. worth of stuff. So I'm, I don't under, yeah, I feel like that's a lot closer <laughs> to, you know, uh, like 0.1% of what Google has. That's what I've got. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. Well, it's also talking about is it what was the um the range of this? Yeah, I guess they they store hundred uh petabytes. Yeah. So over a hundred petabytes. So I mean their range is yeah. up into a thousand petabytes until they become oh, an sure. exabyte. So Sure. What are, what's their dumping mechanism? How many Several uh, hundred exabytes of data is transferred over the internet each year. Okay. And that I believe, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's the information superhighway. It's like people don't understand what a billion dollars is. I mean. People don't understand, yeah, the, the power that a billion dollars gives you. If I, if you when had you a, never. If you had a billion dollars right now, what would you do? Buy a better boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, people don't understand the disparity of wealth. I think that's the thing when we get into, yeah. you know, like equity and equality and all this crap and everything like that because it is crap i mean most people are not racist and most people want everyone to have a fair like wage sure. and shit like that yeah. but uh most people aren't in the position to make those decisions for people yeah but so the those people, two white guys yeah well but the uh i identify as not white um are you puerto rican and i don't know <laughs> you this? can't tell me that um but th- when people don't understand that like if i have tens of billions of dollars hundreds of billions of dollars it's you insane know. you you grow up you like you, you have you, no concept you of have the no other idea world. you quite literally live in a right. different world right and the things that you get to do versus everybody yeah. else right. is completely different yes and we never we never talk about it we never look at it we look oh there's a you know maybe like a bernie sanders or somebody will talk I, about it or like think, the tax rate or whatever but i think everybody and their mother is talking about wealth inequality today <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> they are not oh my god I, well maybe not, i'm maybe i'm listening to a different podcasts than you i don't know no i mean not in the ways that are like i mean when there are so many loopholes to get around taxes and there were so many loopholes around the problem, but when, when you're 
when you're dealing with more, I mean, would you say there, that people are dealing with more wealth inequality or racial inequality in a day-to-day huh. setting on, Data, in, in, on, the, in the media, in, in the media? Oh in the, oh, in the media, I feel like, okay, yes, 100% people talk more about racial inequality instead of wealth inequality in the media and, and we, like and, we're just yeah, putting parameters yes. on it just because we're i feel that's pe- the way people we... talk about the the racial divide and and uh everything that's happened but the thing is that it's one's tied to the other i feel like most racial inequality is based upon economic inequality um and that's yeah. and, and i think that's how do you how so the but question there, is but that but that social uh, like a it's a social economic issue when you're talking about poverty you're talking yeah. about poverty you're not talking about poverty in in comparison to uh, incredible wealth you're talking about right. poverty in comparison to the average you know median right. income of right. of the country so right and again to compare to compare poverty to the incredibly wealthy that you're not getting anywhere you're not there's no. there's no like a person that makes less than 12 grand a year and you know is on x amount of government programs and anything like that like the their their progress to incredible wealth doesn't yeah. matter no. it does it in the same in the same thing vice versa like if you take the richest families in the world and you put them on food stamps yeah. like you're not solving anything sure you're, you're just looking at like there's a problem because there are too many people in the poverty world there are too many people that are living off of nothing yeah all right and then there's also too many people that have incredible wealth and then they're never that they're living in a completely different world than everybody They don't, else. no, they live in a fantasy world. I mean, they really do. And there's a but, lot of yeah. those people. Uh, I don't, I don't know if a lot. Uh, I think that's. How many, how many, let's, how many billionaires do you think there are in America? Uh, how about oh that? Oh gosh, ooh. Um, billionaires? Yeah. I would say probably 500, may, 500 to 1,000. Okay. Avert your eyes. Let's just okay. All yeah. right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 500 to. I'm gonna give myself a range because fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's that's about that's about right. Oh, oh, hold on, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna quantify this. Ready? I'm gonna say there's 500 households, 500 billionaire households, 500 billionaire households. Okay. Because that's I mean that's the way you just I mean that it's it's households. Avert your eyes. I, I'm not looking. I I'm focused on you, Bobby. I'm mm-hmm. laser focused. I'm not looking at the screen. Okay. I just want to get. I want to make sure we're on the right website and make sure everything's working out because I'm saying 500 billionaire households. 500 ish, billionaire out of ish. the 300. Uh, 360 60 million? 60 million people. There's yeah. 500 billionaires. Billion billionaire households. Billionaire households. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's. But even okay, so um, I don't know. Let's give ourselves some numbers. Hold on. So 500 billionaire households. Let's just say how many. Um, What's the average size of a of a billionaire's family? Just oh, I mean, children, spouse, uh, spouse, a family children. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because when does it stop counting? That's a good question. Uh, probably. So we're talking five hundred. I'd say rounded up. Uh, I'd probably say times because here's the deal: like when you can have as many kids as you want. Mm-hmm. Like and you're those people. Yeah, you have a gazillion kids, but I don't. I I, w- I would set it at four or five. I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna say f- total household, total household six. 
Can we do five? I just feel five is safer. I feel five is more like I have my three kids and my wife. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have four kids and my wife. Okay, but you have five kids, so yeah, I, mean, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just letting you know, as a poor person, having five kids is not like egregious. Okay, so we're about what two hundred fifty thousand people total. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand people. No, tw- no, no, no. If there's five hundred households, five hundred times six. No, 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 no. I did five. Five hundred times five would be two thousand five hundred. Uh, yeah, yeah. So two thousand five hundred total, total people, people. Yeah, total people in the sure, world. Sure, okay. sure. All right, cool. Um, okay. So here we are. This is the increase. Well, the roughly there were three hundred million people in America. Well, the increase so, in wealth is more than uh, it would cost to send a stimulus check of three hundred. Yeah, yeah, I w- yeah, just want to make yeah. sure we're finding the right things. We added fifty billion, uh, fifty billionaires during this period, oh, increasing wow. from six fourteen to six sixty four. Yeah, that's pretty. Mm. You're, I'm, you're gonna, gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna be right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna count that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna take that as a win. So how many people do you think then live in poverty in America? Oh, uh, the the amount of people I want to say poverty is, ooh, um, poverty. Is and we can figure out what poverty is. I want to say poverty line in America is like eighteen thousand. I buy mine as around like 19. as as a single person. I think something like that. So, how many people, single people, are making? I'm trying because you got to adjust it per people per household. Well, so, no, no, no. Why? Why do you have to do that? Um, because I mean, no, I mean like. Because, because you're not doing it for the wealth. You're not. You're not. Yeah. Well, I'm just letting. I mean, they. No, I'm talking about the amount of people. Like we, yeah. we actually accounted for. Um, yeah. More people, because the, yeah. The so, I mean, the so, person making the money in the household, whether whoever it is, is there are other people benefiting from it. Same, and the same inverse thing with, happens. Same thing. Same thing with this. So I mean, yeah. If so you're it doesn't ma- matter. If you're making thirty thousand, you don't have to adjust anything. Yeah, no, I'm saying if you're making thirty. I mean, I, I believe poverty poverty line is nineteen thousand or something like that. Yeah. Okay, let's find that. You want to find what poverty? Yeah, what the poverty the, line what's, is? What's the poverty level? I want to say it's what nineteen thousand, which sounds fucking absurd. What is the poverty? Yeah. Threshold. Yeah. What is? Uh, what po- is the poverty, poverty line? Line. Yeah. Sure. I guess I don't know. I'm like we're doing this on the fly. This uh, oh, the whole look at thing. that. Uh, twenty-one thousand or so. Seventeen uh, four twenty. No, twelve thousand for individuals. Seventeen thousand four twenty for a family. Of two, of two, okay. and then so twenty one nine six for a family, uh, for a family of, three. of three. Okay, so twelve thousand. I think yeah, that was the number that we. So just shy of thirteen thousand. Right. Uh, so if you're making thirteen thousand dollars a year, if you're making um a little less than a grand a month, my question is, the fuck for starters. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand how anybody can make a thousand dollars a month. Uh, because there are programs that are set up that if you make more than that then you don't get those well no i mean no because like i think most uh most of them are like 1.5 like 1.5 times poverty is uh most federal like federal okay, but we still haven't figured programs. out that we still haven't figured out the number of people that are living in poverty Who, how many people are living They're in poverty? Set, okay. they set okay. that number right, sure right let's, so let's we don't we just it could be yes point 
0.05% of the population, right? We don't know. Okay. Yes. What is the current poverty rate in the United States? And again, we're just checking these websites. This mm. is 2009 or 2019 estimates here. 10.5. So an estimated 34 million Americans lived in poverty according versus, to the official measure. Versus the 2,500 because we're counting yeah, everyone sure. living in the, yes. the billionaire world. Yeah. And not to account for the millionaires. Yeah, right. So... So there's if you're if you're if you're a, fa- if you're a family of three making twenty one thousand dollars a year or less, <sighs> I can't imagine. Well, you can kind of imagine a little bit, right? Mm. I mean, you had you when you guys started your family, you didn't yeah you didn't have a no. Time, I was making right? when I yeah when when our son was born. Well, yeah, I was. Under, I can't. I, imagine. I was. I was under the poverty level, sure, mm-hmm. but that was. But you were twenty. Twenty one. Twenty one. I was gonna say yeah, like. It makes sense for you in that yeah. time because yeah. that's the standard yeah. entry rate. Like most people, don't take this the wrong way. Most people don't have kids at that time, right? right. But and listen, here's the deal: you make 20, you make twelve dollars an hour. That's twenty four. That's just shy of twenty five grand a year, right? And that's insane. Yeah. Like and so, what my point is is that there are more people living under the poverty line for a multitude of reasons. Multitude. Yeah. It is not just it's to it's, a factor of a hundred. We the way. we we uh. We pass this. We have a local. There's a local homeless guy that every town has him. But is local, it the guy with the trench coat and the and the stocking cap? No, no, no. A different that local one? home. Different local homeless guy. No one listening knows who this guy is. So it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I'm just making sure. I yeah. want to be on the same page as you. That's, he is. He, this is for me, Bobby. Okay, this is for you. Well, he's a local homeless guy. Um, yeah. I remember when I was bartending. He was. Uh, he was allowed in places. When I was uh, when I was bartending, so he would come in and he would kind of like look at a beer for you know hours, hours and hours. And he's crazy. He's a he's he's needs to have psychiatric yeah care yeah. But man, if he's still not kicking around and rocking, um. And so we saw him walking around with yeah. a giant bag of something, what and not? then picking up stuff in the middle of the road. Yeah, and 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 we drove by him and I waved at him because you know. Yeah, I've I've had there. experiences with him in the past. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. Like I'm befriend. He's not a bad guy, but like he's clearly got something wrong yeah. with him. Or he's s- yelled at my sister-in-law. <laughs> Did like, yeah, yeah. I mean, just just parking too close to him. N- well, the, the other guy <laughs> you're thinking of is is that it? Is that no, the, no, no, no. Okay. No, it's not the trench coat dude. But okay, not the trench coat. I don't has know that. Long, long, a long beard, and you know, if he w- wore the right clothes, you'd just be like, oh, this is just a disheveled, a yeah, a, yeah, a coot, yeah. Um. But I was like, this is this is the thing that people don't understand. For those listening abroad, a coot is just a crazy person. And he is. And he is just, <laughs> he is. He is just a crazy person. Not a homeless crazy person, but just a crazy person. But this is what people don't understand about the homeless population is there is a good percentage, well over 50%, yes. that don't want to live in a house. No. That if they, you gave them a free house, they'd be like, yeah. fuck off. You know, yeah. They wouldn't want anything to do with it. Right. And or immediately try to set it on fire. Yeah, just to see it burn. Yeah, like th- because they're crazy. Yeah, because they're crazy. Now there's there's definitely the mental, uh, like the, yeah. the mentally disabled. There's the the right. veterans. There's there's the transients. There's the kids wanting to go to fish concerts and everything yeah. like that. There's all that, but there's a lot of them that are just they yeah. don't they don't want to operate in our world. Right, and I, I, trying to find that balance, trying to like, can I pigeonhole you into gr- which group do I need to put you in? Do I need to put you into I remember there's a like a talking to a guy who was working with the homeless people and just like 
are you the guy who's having a hard time getting ahead because you're constantly getting picked up for public urination Mm -hmm. because you don't have a house and you're pissing in public and you're getting picked up and the cops are dicks to you? Right. Is that you? Is that your problem? Where the literally the you know the best thing I can do is put you in a house, put you in an apartment, and then all you have to do is thrive from there. Mm-hmm. And you can because you don't have to worry about you know cops pissing you, picking you up because you're doing a bodily function that mm-hmm. you have nowhere else to go to. Okay, that's you know column A. Or are you column B, a crazy person that just cannot function in normal society and need to have like strict, you know, like psychological interventions for you to like actually make it in this world or even like to get by or are you like see a person who's just like fuck it i just i kind of want to do and drift with the wind because you know i that's what i want to do yeah and the answer is everything the answer is all of those well you have to be able to yeah you have to sit there and like you've got to go and probably Here's the, well. Here's the kind Treat of the crazy thing. Every single one as an individual. Exactly. Here's the crazy thing, right? Yeah, exactly they're my all, point. It's they're like, all individuals. They're all individuals. So yeah. you have to go case by case and be like, well, yeah, we're not going to say because you are this that because you you're homeless, cle- you clearly fall into this bubble over yeah. here. No, because no. that's the whole problem with government programs. That's what people don't understand yeah. about wide sweeping changes to specific problems. Is that everyone? <sighs> yeah. For everyone asking for money on the side of the road, there is. A gajillion different answers, yeah. probably a petabyte of oh, different petabyte. answers. Well, not because there's only there's only six point six billion people in the world, so but yeah, petabytes away off, man. But there's there's a number of different reasons as to why that person is doing yeah. that. Now, right, some of them are legitimate, some of them are not, because again, yes. from the lowest level of of socioeconomic income to the highest levels, people will do anything to make money like anything in between. And I think that's one thing people don't un, un, like take into account is that the person outside of a Walmart that's begging for change might just be doing it because they know they can make a good amount of money doing it. They make a fair amount of money. And they're not actually going from place to place or, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's insane when you're thinking about it because again, like what's stopping that person? I, I love going, I, making $25,000 a year. I mean, I sound like such an asshole saying, no, why don't you no. just go get a job and make $25,000 a year? Okay. It's not that hard. But here's here's the thing. I saw it today, and yeah. I saw it today, and I was like, okay. So there's a person uh, at the entrance to the, uh, the grocery store, okay? It's, okay. This, it's in a strip mall. There's a ton of businesses and stuff around the grocery store in the strip mall. Okay. And across the street, there's another little strip mall that has Chipotle and everything like yes. that. Yes. And Chipotle is the first business that you can see Yes. as you enter Yes. So you enter the the uh, the grocery store on the right hand side, and then the Chipotle, Chipotle is, is on immediately the on the left hand side. Okay, as on you're the other side of the street. On the other side of the street. So this person is sitting on on the side, like at the entrance of the grocery store, begging, you know, asking for money. They have the sign and everything. People like that. gotta stop. You gotta make a stop because there's a stop sign. Because there's a stop sign. They they are strategically placed. The very strategically under a tree. Quite yeah, exactly. Quite literally across the street, Chipotle has also put out signs saying. Hiring now, yeah, <laughs> like, tons of jobs. Like right. you could just go. I bet Chipotle would hire you right now to like just walk yeah. in and work. Right, just walk in, yeah. and work. And there's so many places that would do it. Chipotle is not the only one hiring right sure. now. There's tons of places that right. are hiring. Um, I mean, when we when you see like casinos around the area offering fifteen hundred dollar bonuses for wait staff and yeah. you know just jobs around the casino, that's insane. So to have somebody like claiming they're down and out when right. when there's compl- yeah. there's at, like Chipotle right now will not care if you don't have a home address. 
Maybe they might have in the past. They might. Yeah, I don't know. But I, they. I can't speak to the hiring practice of Chipotle. You know this. This I've episode's said, brought to you by Chipotle. I've, I've told you this a hundred <laughs> times, Bobby. I can't. I, <laughs> I can't talk to you about the hiring practice of Chipotle. I just thought it was. I can't live in that world. I can't wrap my head around. There's no, an that's ironic a, just, that's juxtaposition an, that's going an, on. Exactly. That's a juxtaposition where someone's asking for money and then someone's and offering like, to pay money for work. Hey, fifty bucks. Just come fill out a. You know, do uh, exactly. an interview. Exactly. That, you know, that kind yep. of horseshit. That's, was that McDonald's was doing that? Yeah, I think it was like, ah, uh, McDonald's. I don't know about mm-hmm. every McDonald's. But yeah, I mean, th- this is the most ridiculous job market in uh, in modern history. I mean, this yeah. is nothing makes sense as far as what we can do. And this is why, uh, this is why I'm scared <laughs> to <laughs> like dabble in the stock market or invest or anything like that because the stock market keeps going up. When all this stuff is going on, and like yeah. it's clearly, there's some clearly some some shenanigans going on, and we don't need to get I, into back I and forth. Don't, I don't know. Neither of us took uh, stock market finance <laughs> in in high school, so what we do can't. you what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I did I take an economics course in high school? I did sell my GameStop stock. Uh, oh yeah, oh that's right, you dropped out. Yeah, mm, paper handed son of a bitch. Says the says guy, the guy. Sold, <laughs> sold twice already. So I've sold twice already. I mean, I sold and then. I've enjoyed that, and then I s- bought again, and I sold again. It was, it's been great. Yeah, I'll buy again. Yeah, I'll get it. Mean, but there's clearly a threshold. Again, there's th- clearly a glass ceiling for all of us investors in GameStop that they can't I, get past. I, I think that. I mean, if you're not, if you're putting in money, like I made over a hundred percent of my investment in GameStop, and yeah, and then I got out. That seems kind of fucking reasonable (laughs) i mean i doubled my i doubled my money and if you're saying oh man you gotta gotta stick with the grind you gotta be able to well you know stick it to these hedge no there was a beautiful there was a beautiful little moment like when when it was going up and it was like oh great this thing is going to the moon you're literally actually going to the moon i love this this is fantastic and then when it plummeted you're like oh fuck yeah oh man i made a huge mistake and then yeah. it was like, well, here's this. what I didn't do. I didn't just put in like a buying order, you know, and just like yeah. keep it going. So right. I bought a share. A uh, share. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, I've spent more, I've spent more money in worse ways for sure. Yes. And so then when it was gone, I was like, you know what? And you're right. I'll just hold on to it. It's just, it'll be fine. I'll just yeah. hold you're, on you're to it. Because fuck these guys. Yeah. yeah I'll do yeah. a bit. And then when it came back again, I caught into the same wave again. I was like, oh, it's going to go. I'm gonna, it's, it's, I'm gonna going, it's going forever, guys. And it did the same damn thing, though. It just it plummeted. It just fell. It just went from right. 360, whatever the hell it was going to be. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Let's back just, to down to 220. And it's like 220 in a, like a second. <laughs> yeah. And like, we're like 15 minutes, man. Yes. And you're like, oh, uh, well, fuck. fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> right. Still hanging on my wall, yeah. you know. Sure. And then when it got close, I think I sold it at three oh nine. And so then it, you, you lost what, like five bucks or something? I lost eleven dollars, but then I sold my AMC at a forty dollar profit. So that's I'm, I'm up thirty. That's bucks. the one that got away from me because I had five shares. I bought yeah. five shares of yep. AMC back. I don't remember at twelve dollars or twelve what, bucks or yeah. whatever the fuck it was, and it's like I've made that. Like I've made and it hasn't moved. I, I and it didn't move at all. Like and it went up and it like it just kind of did a little run. I was like, oh, a twenty percent return. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I put it in those numbers. That's fucking reasonable. Twenty percent return on this fifty dollar investment. I made fucking ten bucks. 
all right, here we go. And then it goes up. And then, and then it just fucking exploded. I'm like, well, I guess I'm a fucking moron. Well, I mean, not really, because well, uh, there's no way. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be doing that much DD due diligence of investigating <laughs> yeah. and trying to fucking per- parse out when this thing's going to fucking blow up and time the mark. Because yeah. I shouldn't be. I, I'm a moron, and most people are morons. Nobody should be trying to time the market with anything at all. Well, and it's it's Ugh. it's really it's it's like sports betting too. A lot of it is like sports betting where you're like a little bit of that. You're you have a to watch the games. That. That's the other thing too with sports yeah. betting, especially live sports betting. You better be watching the goddamn game. Like you yeah. better be have an eye on it because if if you don't, you're just going to get caught with your pants down. And so, in in my day, would I love to have the time like. I'm looking at day trading and sports betting as my retirement. Well, that's that's, that's what I'm going to do because oh. I'm going to have the time to do it. But I'm going to look at my retirement fund as my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. No, uh, no, you no. Know, out of my real paycheck, no. uh, I'm going to put it. I'm going to put that. <laughs> and this is just something I fuck around with. This is the closest to no. sports betting I'm gonna get. No. I'm gonna get. I love. No. I love the sports betting. So it's, and it's that's, enjoy it, please. Well, but it, it, I watch yeah. the games, like so. But I. But, I'm not but, gonna take this seriously. But it is. You do have to have elements of taking it seriously if you're if you're gonna not do gonna it. Happen. If you're gonna do it in the way that you need to do it to like time the system, game the market. Yeah. Understand right. what what is a good bet versus a bad bet. Understand what's a good. The, the thing with the stock market that's interesting to me is that there's so many. Things. There are so many different. It's everything. Like I can bet basketball and baseball all day long, and all I have to do is understand yeah. all the teams that are playing basketball. But then, you, and but baseball. then you throw in, you know, golf in there for your uh, for your what's it called? What's it called? What's the thing where you, not a parlay? A parlay. Try to parlay golf into that, and then no. you're fucked. Parlay. <laughs> no, well, parlays. I are, feel. I feel like you put, like me. Like all of my all of my stock trading is all just giant parlays. Like. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah there, go there are, finish your thought. No, you're there are good. elements of that for sure. There are elements of like, because it's not a parlay. You're not counting on three things to happen to make one thing, one result, basically. I'm, you're, I'm waiting on Tesla to figure its shit out. So I feel like that's a ten different things trying to go the, well once. No, but the odds, the odds of uh, parlay, are incredibly. Uh, are much more than a standard straight bet. So like when I invest in uh Halliburton and Anheuser-Busch, that's much more like a straight bet. Like I'm going to I'll take yeah. Halliburton in their evil cronies and everything like all the evil people yeah, in they, the, the boardroom going, "Yes." You know, when it's down to $8, I'm like, "Okay." Do you yeah. think the CEO of Halliburton's a good guy? No. No. But do I count nice, on him? Do you, you think he's a nice guy? No. But do I count on him to make money? Yeah. So when it's eight <laughs> bucks and I'm like, oh, well, I, the shitty people always make money. Yeah. And it's, you know, March of last year. I'm like, well, like, so yeah, I'll buy $8 worth of Halliburton. And then same thing, Anheuser-Busch was like, um, well, Corona's bottled by Anheuser-Busch and yeah. they've had a really down year. That's up 30 bucks, you know, so from- it, from just just if you would have put ten thousand dollars in Anheuser Busch, I I would have just I would just say uh, no. What was it? Nasdaq. Nasdaq went on a fucking tear in that year span. It was mm-hmm. insane. And when, that's going back to how many billionaires? Did, and that's why did I, they I create heavily in tech. But well, it's, I mean I, that's what I got. I got tech. And 
but I also look at everything going on, and again, I'm not. I, are you I don't a, know. Are this you a stuff. financial advisor? I am not. I am not. So don't take any of this stuff as I my financial advice. I might have taken advice, an economics course in college. In high I did school. take a course online. I took a I took a stock market course oh, yeah. online. Yeah, I got a certificate. How comfortable are you with the options? No. Yeah, right. That's like, no. Oh, but uh, no. But I look at all the writing on the wall. It's like, okay, no one can hire anybody at a living wage, and we're making, we're printing money, and inflation is going up, and yeah. Um, so what what's gonna happen? <laughs> and I'm like, no. So then I really don't feel comfortable about investing in the future. No, I think everybody should invest all their money all the time. I see because it only goes up. When it goes down, I'm waiting for it to go down again. Here, How about that? That's, what I, that's my, my, my thing. My thing is everybody should be invested in the stock market all the time. And I, the, the, this is a crazy stat. The you don't have time for that because you go back to well, poverty. Everybody should, everybody should go find yourself. Just throw it in the fucking Dow Jones 500. Go throw it in NASDAQ. People do not have. That kind of expendable income. Well, everybody should do something because tell you what, what's the other option? Working until you're 90, like hoping that for some reason social security becomes like an actual thing. But that's the, that's the whole problem. Because that's not going to happen. This is the problem with going with, if I don't have the due diligence to monitor and keep track of the things I'm investing in, it's just like putting together a 14 team parlay of sports you've never heard of. And that's why you do the Dow Jones 500, man. But again, I could pick all favorites in a parlay and be like, okay, cool. Well, I don't know anything about high life. How many of those are going to hit? Exactly. Well, how many of the, how many? Nine times out of 10? Uh, yeah, but just enough to not make your parlay work. Yeah. Just enough to make your parlay sure. not work. I understand what you're saying. And and it, the stock market Dow will Jones, fuck over. Dow Jones 500 is not a, is not a parlay. No, it's not. And I'm not, I'm it's not like, saying it's like doing 500. I'm not saying bets. a portfolio is a hedge yeah. fund or yeah. is a parlay. But yeah. what I'm saying is that the people don't have the time to they're they're trusting in individuals to put it together. They're trusting in people that are telling them they're trusting in a lot of like not soothsayers, but like because we looked that well, up, the, right? What, um, we did. I don't remember what the fuck it was. But, but they're, they're listening. They're listening to people. They're like, oh, yeah, this can be fine. This can yeah. be fine. This can be fine. Yeah, this can be fine. Th- that's why that's why I don't invest in hedge funds I, at all. It's all about index funds. But broad, just like broad. Everybody knows that the everybody wants to bet on the economy, and everybody believes that the economy should be better mm-hmm. today than it will be in ten years. So I mean, it will be better ten years than it will be today. This is what you're not listening to yeah. me about. Okay, okay. go okay. on. I'm so, listening. Right. I'm really hard. Okay, so that is you're all wrong. well and good, all well and good, right? Okay. That we wish the economy is good. When you're looking at the writing on the wall, which is the whole thing with COVID in this last year, that's really kind of uh, something that I want, I wanted to like, yeah, take. I wanted to learn from. I wanted to yeah. see it. And I want to be like, okay, um, we're going to invest in things that are clearly going to rebound. Okay, again, like sure. Anheuser Busch market uh, yeah. bottling Corona. Like, okay, well, this is clearly a thing. This is just stupid. This is a yeah. this is a temporary thing. When sure. I'm looking at when I'm looking at lack of businesses being especially small businesses being able to. Mm hire anybody a workforce that's not willing to do anything um the 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 printing of money like the, that we're doing the inflate yeah. the interest rates the yeah. inflation all that spells crash to me Shh. yeah 
I, I mean, listen. And so, I, I, so all I, can do I is don't want to bet. Regurgitate what I've heard, but go on. Re, but I mean, it all spells crash to me. So then I say, do I want to buy on the way up or do I want to wait for it to fall and then learn? Because honestly, if I would have, if I would have had better brass balls last last March, there it is. I would have, I would have bought you, in. You had bought in, but, but you didn't because you're too scared. Because well, because you didn't know. Everybody didn't know. The uncertainty washed over you. No and you one, didn't know. no one, you and I both. Had yeah. never lived in a situation where Absolutely. the stock, like in 2008, were you in a position to invest heavily into anything? No. I mean, I had like some bull, I had a bullshit IRA, which I was not happy with. But when, you, you, didn't have a, you didn't have a buying position to make heavy investments. Well, if we also, just, also just like the, the state of investing was totally different. Retail investing wasn't yeah. a thing. There was like a little bit of E-Trade with some heavy, heavy, heavy fees. Yeah. You know, retail trading and retail but, investing today is completely point, different than it was, you know, uh, 12, 13 years ago. And regardless of retail trading versus traditional trading, though, my point is, is that when you live through it the first time, yeah. you're like, okay, you kind of want to go through it. You just, I mean, this is my, my uh, okay. approach to it. It's like, I want to, I will take the loss on not making the money to live through it to just yeah. to see it. Because here's my big fucking fear is that you do like, oh, don't worry, it's going to come back and you throw everything in there or throw a good yeah. portion of everything in there. And it's like, oh, yeah, it didn't come back. Yeah, it's actually worse. Because in COVID is a good example. Like everything seems so systematic. Like it's going to be two weeks. It's going to be a month. It's going to be, <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be a, a, another week. Or it's going to be three weeks. It's going to be a, I th- this four one, months. This should you know? have been much more of a V-shaped economy. I mean, V-shaped recovery than it was. Um, but because but, I mean, I think I mean, that, how much of that was well wish? I mean, not well wishing. How much of that was wishful thinking compared to like reality and really seeing how bad, you know, or also like just how much certain areas of the country really went locked down super duper 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 hard to the point where we're still. I mean, we're how many months into this and they're now just now trying to open up and try to get moving. That's a totally different, I mean, as compared to like 2008, 2008 was a completely different animal and something that we've never seen before. As far as the length of that recovery was so ridiculous. Like, you know why? Well, because, well, some people say just because they didn't spend enough money, X, Y, and Z. Uh, Or, I mean, it wasn't nearly as politicized. It wasn't nearly as political, or is it because there's a you know a democratic, yeah, you know, because it didn't make it didn't make ad revenue for the news media. Like sure. that's the problem. Like the COVID is no longer an issue because the media has told people that it's not an issue anymore. That it's going down. They're, they're going to have their little pop yeah. pieces. That like it's just like uh, gun violence. It's kind of like kind of gone into that gun violence world where it's like where we the people that believe that there should be stricter gun rights are always going to be triggered by the story about the person shooting somebody, right? And the people that are staunchly about, like, I have a right to have bare arms are going to defend their position all the time. But COVID was such a blueprint. It was such a blueprint for the media, for government, for any any accidental or uh, any kind of plan that that people want to put out, right? So basically... There is a blueprint for if they want to, if they want to shut it down, there's a way to do it. They can just, the, the media can do it. And with as long as they have the, the government in place that they want, it's going to be real hard for them to, it's going to, it's not going to be as easy for them or there's not going to be enough reason to like lock everybody down. Cause I mean, do you, do you really think that 
the media like really wanted everyone to be safe or really just got ratings and they really hated Trump and they 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 had board meetings to like figure out like uh well we could take down Trump and get ratings at the same time. Um yeah, I think I mean well let's go with what we know. Okay. And what we know for 100% I know I'm asking you a lot right now. I know. What we know for 100% is that the mainstream media hates hated hate 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 Donald John Trump. I mean, just a hundred percent. Still to this I mean, day. To, to this day. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I would say if you think if you disagree with that, you need to do a lot of reflection. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand, well, well, yeah, of course they hated him because he's a horrible person. Okay, but that's not what you. What are you trying to portray as far as what's as, the news uh, supposed what, to do? What is the news supposed to do? Right. And then Walter Cronkite <laughs> did not like openly hate. You know, I, uh, did he like Nixon? No, I would love for you to send me 10 clips of Walter Cronkite shitting on uh, Richard Nixon as much as any Anderson Cooper did Brian Seltzer, anybody, anybody, not even Rachel Maddow. Yeah, (laughs) like I'm not even saying find me uh, if I can Don Lemon, Don Lemon, somebody who should be fairly give me give me a a middle of the road as much as you want to consider middle of the road. So, okay, that's 100 percent that happened. And here, we'll, we okay. have to give this disclaimer because we are also not Donald Trump supporters, okay? It's it's a situation where you can step. Yeah. There is actually a third point of view where like or love and then also just seeing things for what they are. You can understand that, that the, the media is incredibly biased. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I like. I, no, I don't like. I don't like Don Trump. Donald Trump. I think he's. A, I call him Johnny. You know, like, oh, Donnie. <laughs> no, Johnny. Johnny. I, no, I think he's. I think he's. I think he's a shitty person. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> I think that's like yeah. you know. I think he's a shitty person yeah. who and and this is this is what really broke it home for me. Uh, would I be proud to call him my father? <laughs> would like, you be proud? I mean, uh, we are right around like, Father's I, Day. Know, we, it, today I, is Father's to, Day right? uh, tomorrow. <laughs> well, uh, we're if recording. I, if, I, if I if I if I woke up, if I woke up. You know, uh, you know, freaky Friday style. You know, I threw <laughs> off my blankets, and I'm and I'm fucking Don Junior or whatever the fuck ever. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> can I be myself? Just, just use my me. Like, uh, all of a sudden, I'm no. this, I'm the son of this major political figure. No. Would I be proud of him no. as my parent? No, absolutely not. No. And I think it'd be very, very difficult to find a politician who I would say that about, but actively, like... Ron Paul would be the only one that comes to mind. Ron Paul? Ron Paul. Not Rand Paul? His son? I mean, look, Rand Paul... Rand Paul! Look, again, (laughs) this is the whole thing with politicians. I mean, like, I'm not going to defend Rand Paul. I mean, I'll probably defend Ron Paul because I feel Ron Paul is a legitimately good human being. Ralph Nader? I don't... Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, like... Yeah. Like... in what world? I mean, we are workplace associates. I mean, at best, at verge on maybe being friends one of these days. Who knows? Who knows? But maybe n- after this camping trip, not everything you say I agree with. Correct? Yeah. And vice versa. Yes. So, oh, in should... what world do I believe everything? Like Joe Biden has said nothing wrong. He's never lied. He's never done anything wrong. Yeah. 
Donald Trump has never said anything right, never done anything right in his right. world. And that's the problem. But, and it's well, and that's the world we're living in. Like, well, we, there's a hundred percent forgiveness when Joe Biden is just a complete bumbling buffoon and an idiot. Yeah. And then there's a hundred percent like excoriation of, no, just, uh, of Donald uh, Trump yeah. when he broke what was it a 40, 50 year uh, record of not starting a war uh, over, <laughs> overseas. Like, yeah. I mean, like, because right. I, I remember like, oh, when when Obama was running for president, I mean, we we uh, caucus for him. We uh, did everything like we played Nobel Peace Prize. We played shows like I remember we uh, my, oh. the band that I played in. Yeah. Like we did shows. We did uh, campaign rallies and everything like that. We played because, again, it was the, it was <laughs> one of the most exciting times as far as like I coming off of George W. Bush. Yeah. And just. The it, and then the insane, just endless war, all this crap. Yeah. Kind of, we saw it on the on the writing on the wall and everything with that. It was like, oh yeah, absolutely. This is this is changing. Hook, line, and sinker. Bought it absolutely. Bought into everything. He was like, Obama still to this day is a great speaker, um, very charismatic. Sure. Uh, but again, when you look at the policy, though, you're like, oh no, he's he's horrible. Like yeah. it's it's bad. It's yeah. bad, and you can't say it's bad because he ran out of bombs. Yeah, he ran out of bombs. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Oh. It's shit like that, like yeah. the NSA, the NS, uh, yeah, the uh, NSA, and like the allowing of uh, <laughs> of spying on American citizens. Like that happened in his watch too. Like, yeah, there's a number of things where you're like, uh, no, I don't care how good of a like how nice of a guy you think he is, and yeah. how many memes and gifts there are of him. But like, <laughs> right, uh, the record, st- like, it's the same thing with fucking George W. Bush that people like it pissed me off so much. And it was it was it, it was last year when he watched that game with Ellen. Oh uh, yes, yeah, in. Like that. In uh, in Dallas, yeah. and and it was just like a light switch of people just being like, "Oh yeah, George, oh, wow, wow, look at him, he's just having so much fun." Let's just forget yeah. all that shit that he did and all the oh man, he was just a puppet, and that's fine. What well, whatever. I mean, like they actually ended up hated bygones. They ended up hating Ellen more in that situation. <laughs> uh, like if that's the a, kind of wacko world that we're okay. living in. Let's mark the date right now. It's Juneteenth. It is June nineteenth. 2021 i would love to know the favorability ratings of george walker bush compared to ellen degeneres i i've got a i've got a feeling that george w is going to be higher yeah i I mean is there a way we can look this up i don't don't know i don't know but just mark that that's a little touchstone no, it's ridiculous. Uh, do I? No, because it was around that time that Ellen's shit started coming out too. That yeah. like, oh, she's the hard ass on stage or whatever. I, I, like that she's an unreasonable celebrity that doesn't actually believe and care about it as much as she says she does. <gasps> Weird. Wow. Weird. No. Now what? Do I don't think I. I'm gonna put this on. I don't think George Bush was a horrible, horrible human being. War crimes. Yeah, is, crimes, I, but I, I mean, think. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't. Maybe it's just my naivete. Yeah. War crimes is a strong word. And well, you believe the official narrative of nine eleven, so that's a hundred percent true. Also, you believe a hundred percent. Also, and maybe I listened to too much Rush Limbaugh, as well. Uh huh. Was there WMDs in Iraq? Uh, maybe that's just me, like being crazy. <laughs> There definitely weren't any hijackers. How about that? Oh, jeez. Oh, we're not getting. We're not going down that road. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> I'm cut, I know. 
If that I, was the I, case, we would have gone I, to Saudi Arabia. I'm by getting, the way. Oh, you're telling me. I'm not. No, getting, I am telling I you. I know. I know. You're I know. telling me, Bobby. We I know. Will, we will I keep know. the singing I'm straight not, now. I'm not getting. I'm gonna not give you an we're, inch. We're gonna go down the street now I, at all. No, I think. I think it's interesting. Yeah. No. I, if you feel like you're watching a media narrative that is 100 percent factual and 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 on the up and up, so that I've uh, you you need to. You need to widen your branch. So I was uh, I was listening to my my favorite podcast, not this one. Um, uh, George Lucas. This Does he have a podcast? This isn't my favorite podcast. Oh, this is not. No. Oh fuck! Well, this, this and we're asking we're asking people to listen to this, Bobby. Well, we're asking people to listen to this, and it's not your favorite. This is my favorite podcast to make. Oh, okay. okay? This is my favorite podcast to make. I don't like listening to myself. I'm not a narcissist. I'm, I'm, I know you that's are. Where, that's where you and I differ. Exactly. So <laughs> I was listening to my favorite podcast, No Agenda. Yeah. And uh, they were playing clips of uh, Eric Clapton. Have you have you heard about Eric Clapton? I mean, I, like the musical artist yeah. who, who makes song. Yeah. I've listened to Eric Clapton on multiple times. Uh, Layla. But have you heard anything about him in in COVID and him in the vaccine? Um. Uh, no, outside of uh, you've said you personally have said one or two things uh, with regards to Eric Clapton. He took the vaccine and then he got sick or something like that. Almost died. His hands stopped working. His hands stopped working. Yeah. So he couldn't use his hands. Funny thing. When I got the vaccine, I was also unable to play guitar. <laughs> Good. Just, that was good. Just, just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Whatever talent I had just slipped away. <laughs> just, my fingers. It's just gone. Just I'll never it. be able to play the guitar <laughs> ever again. <laughs> good one. That was good. That was good. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, he, so Eric Clapton is unable to play guitar. He was. He was. Yeah, has really, he gotten past it now? I, I believe so. But he uh, is he on tour? No, no, he's not on tour. No. Has he ever toured? But he was talking about my point here. Uh, uh, oh, you yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's toured. You made your joke, okay? Yeah, okay. you got your laugh, okay? Now let me make my point, okay? okay? Sure. Okay? But anyway, he was talking about how alienating it is to be on the other side of n- not being an anti-vaxxer, just wanting to have another side, just wanting to have the conversation. Having the more side. information. Just, just being like, I mean, he got it. He said that he got the vaccine because his kids were so staunchly, like, about it like they were passionate about something for the first okay. time right and and this ties into the obama uh when obama got elected and everything with like that like yeah that i remember telling my mom when obama was running because they were staunchly republican voting for yeah. john mccain and uh yeah was it yeah it was john mccain well, the first, john time, McCain first time mitt romney the, mitt second, romney time. the second one totally voting for john mccain my, were my parents yeah. and i remember telling my my mom like it, when Obama is elected, it'll be the proudest moment of like the, the proudest. I'll, I'll, like I'll be proud to be a, an American Ooh. for the first time, right? Ooh. Whatever. And um, well, yeah, but again, it's this kind of mind control. It's a kind of like CNN. Yeah. In what was I watching a lot of CNN? Yeah, that's... everything like that. Like you're watching a lot of that shit, oh. and you're playing into it. So was I mind controlled? Absolutely, absolutely. And so when you're when you're outside of it and you're not watching it and you're not being exposed to it every day, because Eric Clapton also talked about like he was glued to the six six o'clock news and ten o'clock news. He'd watched every day. Which how many people? How many people in America alone? Yeah, have been watching the every version of the news. Yeah, all day long, every day for the last sixteen months. Right, a lot. Right, well over fifty percent. 
Is that what? Uh, a good number. Ratings are not there to say that. I'd say probably 33%. Well, not since the election. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Th- I'd say 33% of Americans were watching it. <laughs> are you throwing that in there for a fucking reason? 33%? Yeah, a third. A third of Americans, are you like the thirty. What is that? The mean? thirty-third degree of Masons. Uh, oh no! Uh, th- no, ab- is quit, there something I need to quit know about? Try to go down that road, Bobby. Well, I'm not going down that road. Is there something I need to know? Uh, th- anyway. I'm not a Mason. I'm not even a member of the Lions Club, man. Come on. Okay. So anyway, um, basically, he, his point though Lions of like Club is a fraternal order of like just lions. I, this is for the people in. I know. Okay. okay. So many when the point is that like. Eric Clapton talked about the isolation of not having someone to talk to, and like someone that has not gotten the yeah. vaccine, like myself, uh, someone that has a lot of questions or like doesn't believe the official narrative of all the things that have happened over the last uh, year and a half. Yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. We don't even need to get into it. I just i I connected with him, and I was like, yes, I would like to have that outlet. I would like to have a conversation with somebody or I'd like to be able to talk to somebody else or like be able to even to voice my, my opinion in a way that's like, I don't have to defend it. I just want to talk about it. I just want to say this is what it is. And then, and then that's it. And like, do you, do you feel like you're not able to do that here? Uh, in a, in a way I can do it here for sure. But it's, but I don't expect you to agree with me. Like, yeah, right. Well, I don't expect and you don't, and you don't push, I, and you don't push I back say to you. You don't push back on me, and then we don't we don't get into an argument about any of this. But and in, you in, shouldn't. No, but because in, we can't know. But in my in <laughs> other parts of my life, like I can't say anything. I just have to like bite my tongue until yeah. there's blood in my yeah. mouth. You know, it's, yeah. Because it's like, well, I know I can't say that because uh, I feel like that's an adulthood thing. It is, yeah, it is. But it's also a thing where it's COVID has definitely uh, heightened everything to a point where it's it's you, you you're basically ignoring people basically like i ignored, sure. i ignored my family my 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 parents were hunkered down everything like that like all they, they, they went wanted, hard they went hard in the paint yeah hard and when the vaccine started rolling out the amount of text messages of like when are you gonna get vaccine when's kate gonna get sure. vaccine blah, blah blah it was like yeah i'm not gonna do this over text yeah i don't want to i don't want to do this and it eventually took like a uh so we've noticed you've just been ignoring our texts and everything like that and yeah. blah 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 and we had to basically have a conversation with it fucking sucked and what actually sucks even more yeah in in a way is when i made my point it wasn't like okay well you're an adult you get to make that decision yeah it was okay well i wish you would do this i wish you'd blah blah i wish you would just do this i wish you'd do this and every time we go over it's we have to go to another room another house to to take a piss right when we're there right and then when the numbers start going down, because Joe Biden's been president, and then it's just the numbers also, go also down. Also, the vaccine's out. And it's, sure, and sure. It's, and, and, I, and it's working. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm just... That's their, that's, that's their, that's, that's yeah. their point of view, right? Yeah. That's their point of view. There, again, there are, the other, there are other other sides of, of the coin that the vaccine <laughs> is doing harm as well, yeah. but anyway. Um, I'm curious about Will Clapton. But go on. Eric Clapton? No, uh, not Will Clapton. <laughs> Eric Clapton. <laughs> Eric Clapton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Will Clapton is a Obama impersonator slash golf bro. We uh. Anyway, so then when we go over <laughs> and it's all of a sudden just, oh yeah, you it's can go inside. Throw. You can go inside. Yeah. yeah, we can hug. We can do all this stuff. Nothing's nothing's changed. Right. right. Nothing's changed except for what the what CNN's saying. What what MSNBC is saying. 
That's the only thing that's changed. If you're looking at it just from an outside perspective and you're saying, what's changed? I don't have the vaccine. They have the vaccine. The worry was that our little, my little brother, who's nine years old, that has got medical issues, yeah. that, that he's not vaccinated, and that's the issue, right? The only thing yeah. that's changed is the pedal to the metal COVID's going to kill you and your family and you're going to kill grandma and there's going to be one less table at the chair God, or chair at the fucking table yeah. and shit like that. That's the only thing that's changed. I mean, can you do you agree with that? Oh, the, I mean, the, in, in the, my, I mean, in my, after Joe Biden became president, the, uh, you know, the, the empty, em, empty chair at uh, the Christmas dinner is gone away. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Cases immediately went down as soon as the, the vaccine started going out. And positive tests. I'll say positive tests. Sure. Because I, uh, I, 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 here's the deal. I don't, I didn't follow positive cases because I think that was, I feel like that was able to be manipulated pretty easily. Yeah. So I, well, the amount of, the amount of false positives, which they admitted. They were like, there's a, there's a healthy number of false positives. Yeah. I feel like there is. In the asymptomatic people. Like it's, I feel like there was more positives out there that were out there actually happening that weren't being drastically uh you know people people were able to get this disease and survive and not have any ill effects i think that there is a certain amount of people who really it just kick their fucking ass and i mean like that's the best way to do it say it is just for some reason and here's this is me i'm profit i'm profit prophetic pros- i don't know I'm I'm being a prophet here. <laughs> uh, what's it prophesying? Not prophesying, but you know, prophesizing. Uh, I can't like I can't. Uh, like, there's, a, there's, a, right a, there's, a, there's a word. People are yelling up their <laughs> their yeah. like, It's this pontificating. Pontificating is that even right? I don't remember. Whatever the fuck I'm it right. is. What's gonna happen is in ten years' time, there's gonna be some kind of weird mass genetic. Uh, like survey of people, okay, okay, and they're gonna sit there and say, "Hey, you know what's really weird? First, people with this weird, uh, amino acid or or whatever, ever. For some reason, by the way, just so you guys know, Nathan went to you took, I, I, you took, I took anatomy, anatomy in high school. In high school, so he it, it, knows it, what he's talking if about. You, if you had some kind of weird, you had this weird, small, very very small amount of people had this weird amino acid, and if you got COVID. It fucked your shit up. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, because it, it doesn't matter. Yes, it's more likely to kick your ass if you're a heavy smoker or have other respiratory issues. Can I take it one step further? Yeah. Because this is the only thing uh, with that Eric Clapton clip. Was that he was Eric Clapton. Um, so they interviewed they interviewed um, some Quakers on TV. Uh, where, where, is in, that allowed? In London or England or wherever the fuck he is. There's know. Quakers in England? I don't know. He was just talking about Quakers, right? And they were interviewing Quakers on TV. I don't know. I don't know what... T- he didn't say what TV it was. God. But he said they were interviewing some Quakers. I hate that novel. But, uh, Quakers they, on TV. They, <laughs> the irony. Um, they, asked, they asked, like, why yeah. why uh, COVID hasn't hit their community like it's hit everywhere else. Yeah. And the, the Quakers' response was that, well, we don't watch TV. And Eric Clapton pontificated that said, like, that people being sucked into the news being sucked into the television w- w- really had an effect and i really do think you, you know you talk about like amino acids or like 10 years from now you're yeah, like looking I, at it. I think there's like gonna... if you did if you did a 10 years from now 
how many people got COVID and how many people were glued to the television for X amount of months. Sure. Um, Cause you can create shit in your brain, man. The mind is really powerful. Yeah. And I do not put it out of the realm of possibility that it was psychosomatic where do you think my COVID was psychosomatic? Mm, I mean, no, but okay. But also, but also, yes. Also, I mean, it, it, it could be. How about that? Like, I don't want to say definitively, like, I don't, I didn't live your life. I didn't, you didn't tell sure. me. Thanks for that, by yeah, the way. I got that going for you. You just uh, showed up in my house and <laughs> didn't do anything. Well, you don't believe in COVID, so. It's not that I don't believe in COVID. <laughs> like, COVID clearly was clear, created in a lab in Wuhan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, ser- but seriously, it was. But uh, but yeah, it totally was. John Stewart had a great. Did you oh! see his? Bit? I mean, his yeah. science his science joke was really good. His science joke was really good. Uh, remind me. I don't it's, he's like, you know, I just I think that, you know, we owe a great debt <laughs> to science, you know, and science did just a great fantastic job. Of job. Figuring out how to s- yeah, just getting us through this pandemic and just doing a great job of, you know, just being there and helping us get through this thing that, that science, science created. created. <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a classic Daily Show John Stewart yeah. joke. That was a class like I haven't heard him be that funny in a decade. I mean, I'm gonna, just because he hasn't been that person. That clip, uh, what's his name? Colbert. Uh, Colbert was visibly, visibly uncomfortable throughout the entire thing. I didn't watch it, but No Agenda had a had a, a theory that it was yeah. a, a psyop that like it was scripted. <sighs> That it was scripted to dull the narrative, and I'll just I'll just throw it out there because I don't I I haven't watched it. That's some forty chess there. I don't yeah. know. Well, and I'll, I only say this too because Adam Curry, who yeah is one of the hosts, worked Was with once on MTV and worked with John Stewart. Like he oh, knows yeah. him. he knows him. and and he and he close said, personal friends. Yeah, he said you know John Stewart pretty well, and um like in John's in tell me if you disagree with any of this, okay. but like John Stewart is. Is a uh, operative for the Democratic Party? Do you disagree with that? John Stewart's been a pretty staunch Democrat. The whole staunch Democrat. Sure, I'll I'll agree with that. I mean, a, but an operative. Do for, you want to you want a less abrasive term? You want like I mean, uh, that means that defender, sounds like col- like collusion. A yeah, defender. He's not, he's not colluding with a the, defender of the Democratic the, Party. Yes, I'll okay. I'll allow that for sure. Okay. Well, this is w- because this is what I'm coming from. This is coming from. I loved The Daily Show. I yeah. loved when Jon Stewart was hosting The Daily Show, the, the, when America the Book came out. I sure. fucking loved that show. Yeah. Right? And that also bled into the whole Obama thing, too. Like, it became this, it became this very fresh voice, this alternative, actually, to what kind of like what Eric Clapton's yeah. talking about here. Like, there was a way that you could watch television because the news wasn't nearly as divided as it was, as it is now, back then. Yeah. At post 9 11, you could not get somebody that was going to lampoon the president. You know, basically have this opinionated but still funny approach to the news. Because it, it was about war. It was about war, man. Not, not. I mean, George W. Bush was not about holding black, back black people. It wasn't about well, stuffing out the poor. It was about no. But it was about but the approach of the Daily Show. It though. was about war. Yeah, but the approach of the Daily Show though was to lampoon what they're saying and then they play off it like that's what they had no i mean it was i'm i'm I'm, and i'm thinking about this as we're going like this is all this this oh you don't have notes no i don't have notes but oh good i'm thinking about it out loud though because 
what the Daily Show actually created was opinion-based news. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Because they created characters, and then basically the characters that they created, they, they became the Rachel Maddows and the Anderson Coopers and the Don Lemons yes. and the Tucker Collisons and the, the Bill O'Reilly's of the world. I mean, because the Bill O'Reilly was... I mean, that was the whole lampooning of him was the Colbert uh, report. Yeah, between him and Hannity and all those guys, yeah. Yeah, so then you have this whole situation where you're taking something that's funny. You're taking something that is clearly humor and clearly being just for comedy for comedy's sake. Yeah. And now you're, you're posing it as it's news. This is the news. Like, this is the news. And there's nothing funny about it. It's just they're saying the thing that you want. And I... You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, did you watch I, a lot of the Daily I, Show? I did. I watched it, and then I stopped because nine times out of ten, the punchline was John Stewart making a stupid face. When did you start watching the Daily Show, though? Because well, well, there was a clear turn. Okay, here's your, it was. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, when Craig Kilborn mm-hmm. hosted the Daily Show, yeah, like that. That I was like, oh man. Perfect. Yes, and pointing out hypocrisy. I love pointing out hypocrisy. Right? You, you don't I, watch I, No Agenda, okay? Anyway. N- yeah, I think I feel like the and this is this is after Killborn and this is after like when uh, there was a sweet spot of the Daily Show. There is a sweet spot. Uh, what was it? It was it was Colbert. Colbert doing a a, a send up of a guy saying that an orange juice commercial starring Popeye and Bluto was a message from the from the gay. Mm-hmm. the gay community trying to infiltrate and make gay acceptance mm-hmm. and just and it was hilarious because you know it was really solid Colbert uh doing his straight man shtick with the best part of so it was a, it was an orange juice commercial of Popeye and Bluto trying to make people gay mm-hmm. and the guy in Colbert went to a strip club and was like hey a lot of people uh around here drinking orange juice and the bartender's like, nope. He's <laughs> like, I rest my case. <laughs> and then he's like, can I get this changed into singles? Yeah. And, th- and, that, and then for me, yeah, pointing out ridiculousness, pointing out hypocrisy, that's where it's much more, th- I found that the more humor, confronting power and being, um, confronting power and pointing out the hypocrisy of power as compared to just saying, George Bush is a buffoon. <laughs> It became and, that, and that's and that's it what it became. became. That. And yeah. I hated that, and yeah. I'm like, I'm done. Yep. I, I can't. I'm checked out. I would say towards the latter half of the mid 2000s, early 2000s, the mid aughts, the like, mid aughts. That's when the Daily Show became repetitive. It became stale, right? Once the Colbert Report actually kind of counter, like once, yeah. Once the Colbert Report piggybacked it, it became. It was still must see television as far as like. I want to tune in and watch the Colbert Report. Do yeah. I catch the last five minutes of The Daily Show? Yeah. Sure. But that sweet spot, though, post, uh, I mean, from 2000 to 2005, six, you know, sure. uh, that, that's, that was prime Daily Show. And that yeah. set up a lot of what actually affected the news. Because, again, going back to these boardroom meetings that these <laughs> newsrooms have, if you don't think they were like, well, what is making this show work? They absolutely know what's what like they're they're analyzing yeah. what makes the Daily Show work. And the Daily Show became my news source. It became I mean, I was a kid. I think it's I think yeah, go on. But it became but it did become the news source. But it was all opinion based and you actually here's the here's where it ties back into why news sucks now, is because 
none of them were journalists. They were all just actors and they were all just playing a part. Yeah. And that's kind of what you have yeah. on all major news networks right now. It's like they're not new they're not journalists asking actual questions. Yes. They're just actors yeah. playing a part. And they can be completely different off screen. They could be they're probably they might actually be that person that they are, but they're not journalists. That's the thing that they, they yeah. they're not asking questions that like that need to be asked like um they're just giving opinions and the opinion used to be funny and that's where it was when when it was really good when the daily show was really good right yeah. it was an opinion but it was also funny yes and that's yeah. when i when i say his john when i heard that john stewart science joke i'm like that's, that's funny that's vintage john stewart daily show that's yeah. vintage like oh wow i haven't i have not and, heard and that in 15 just, years also just pushing it a little bit too far to the point yeah, yeah i, I to make a point because mm. he would take you he would take you at a point of being uncomfortable and then get you to listen get not you being to listen. uncomfortable but colbert was uncomfortable i like seeing people and being uncomfortable that's just well and that's where i i haven't i have not seen it i've only heard it yeah so i have not seen the no, interaction he's clearly uncomfortable and i don't i mean well because colbert's well, made that. a living maybe maybe that's just me just you know, buying in, and and that's my bias. But no, a hundred percent. Here's the deal. Thank you Every, for having that, by the way. What's thank that? you. Thank you for recognizing that might just be your bias. That, that might be. Well, that that's that I want to see. That's what I want to see. So I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my thing is like you, just because you wanted to have COVID, and that's why you had COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I wanted COVID so bad. Let's just like, let's, let's just get this over. With. Let's just get this over. It's just like, this Baja fuck. blast. They, you're you're God, trusting that, was, that the 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 Taco Bell employer. Also, like, God, so, how much would it be? How funny would it be if the Taco Bell employer was like, like fucking with you? It's like, no, no we just, we just it. refilled it. We just like, refilled Ugh. it. Also, that fucking douchebag just thinks he has. COVID also, now. <laughs> I bought a, I bought a thing of uh, cakes, lemon cakes, at the Sam's Club. Ew. No, there are these little tiny little lemon shortcake things, and they're covered with lemon icing, and they're very, it's very tart, it's very sweet, it's, sweet. it's lovely. Mm-hmm. They're nice. That's probably the reason why you got COVID in the first place. Yeah, well, m- no, that's why I got diabetes. But that's <laughs> do you have diabetes too? Well, I've been meaning to tell you, I got that. Di- no, I don't have diabetes. Oh. It does run in my family, and I probably should be more cognizant of what I consume <laughs> in my body. But whatever. No, uh, no. Everybody should. Everybody should be listening and trying to get as many different political views into their news um, as they can, because. Once you once you hear something coming from one per side of this aisle that you're not hearing from the other, it like the absence of uh, of information becomes very apparent that mm-hmm. you're not very hearing. True. I'm not hearing this fact. I'm not hearing the and uh, I'm saying fact and not like opinions or, or truth or whatever, uh, you know, or, or taking well, things because because here's the other thing. I want to believe people. I want. I want people. Most to, people do. I I, th- I feel like most people, when I'm hearing something, um, I, from somebody, I want to believe that it is truth. That is that it's a fact, and not that they're trying to be a part of a grand cabal cons- conspiracy that they've been told by. That's their also a problem, that, though. That's also a problem that we, we have. That, uh, no, with with like your general uh, with your general approach to the world, though. Like if if someone says something that you disagree with apparently it's this giant cabal conspiracy yeah right because i mean it's not it's not that there's a world in between like i can say that donald trump is a piece of shit but also he's not the worst thing in the world and yet not agree with every giant cabal grand conspiracy theory right i don't think i don't think and also if, if you monitor a conspiracy theory there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with being like, Take, well, uh, well, okay, that's I don't, going on. I don't over there? believe that, but I'm going to keep my eye on it. 
just because. Why? What's what's the harm in that? Yeah, right. There's a thunderstorm coming. Well, I don't know. The weatherman's been wrong the last seven out of the ten times. Like, I'll keep my eye on it, but I don't know. Like, is it a conspiracy theory? No, it's no, just like well, I'm keeping I don't my know. eye. There, there could be a conspiracy. I don't know. And there could and, be. And, and guess what? I can't. I I don't get the precious precious time that I have in this grand world of mine. I don't get the time to go and investigate what the weatherman's degrees are and who owns this station and who like is this station owned by a big umbrella? I I don't think so, but what do I know? Well, it's the thing where I mean, going into the time, going back to investing in stocks and everything like that too. Yeah. Like it's and going back to the whole poverty thing too. Going back to when when you're quit trying to tie things up so easily in a nice little bow, you fuck. Well, no, because I'm trying to. Yeah. It, it, it oh, does okay. actually make okay. sense like, oh, when you okay. think about it. Like, Sorry you don't you, you don't have the time in the day. Yeah. No one has the time in the day. No. Very few people have the time of the day. The people that do have the time in the day are the billionaires that can do whatever the fuck they want. But that's generally the kids and the offspring. You know, yeah. The the down the road that like have nothing else. Oh, to do. I don't know about that. Uh, the Hunter Bidens of the world. They don't have. They don't or have the Donald the, J- John Trump Juniors. They of the don't world. have the time in the world to actually sit there and do diligence. But they have enough money they to hire somebody to do have due diligence. Yeah. And that's why. For me, this is what I do. This is my investing strategy. Everybody can do it because it's not worked great for me. Uh, just watch for a stock when it dips really hard for some reason. Look at that raise and say, is this a, a ongoing issue or is this a random thing that's going to be fixed in the next three months? And then buy it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's... That's my stock tip. There you go. And it's not really worked great for me, but I'm doing it. <laughs> but I think when you're looking at... I don't know. I think it's an interesting thing when, uh, when we're looking at The Daily Show and how The Daily Show has affected news. Yeah. Because I really... This whole, this, uh, I mean, it, it's it's brought out opinionated news. Yeah. And I think it's affected news in a way that I, I, I'm just kind of lost for words right now because I really haven't thought about it. But this is exactly the reason why we have the news that we have right now. It's because of The Daily Show. I, so I listened to a really interesting, interesting podcast from NPR. Just put that in your head. Okay, so that when we talk about NPR, <laughs> it's called invi- it's called Invisibilia. No, can you please? And they, and they just, no, can you please? They, yeah. Anyhow, Invisibilia. Like, it, it's they do some. I uh, know. I want you to do a bit. Weird, I want you to. They, they do some weird, the interesting deep dives okay. into all kinds of different things. Gotcha. And they were looking at for some reason it was a local, uh, oh, uh, local was social media oh. uh, news network Fantastic. in Stockton, California. Oh, gorgeous. Okay. Uh-huh. And they would post all kinds of crazy nonsense. Oh, nonsense! And and well, the crazy. Well, the thing was, okay, is this a grand conspiracy ball, or is it a crazy oh. person, or is it a crazy person that's saying half truth? Oh, half truth. Those are so difficult. Well, the thing do. was, what I got it. I'm done. <laughs> oh, come on! Uh, no, no. Okay, the big the th- the thing was this: the guy who was running this social media news network uh, said, "Hey, what are you talking about?" I am I am a biased news organization. I don't like this person. I don't like this. Oh, so they admitted it. And I and he's like and they talk to a a like a, a media a media criticism historian blah blah blah. They're like actually actually like up until like the 1940s every single every single newspaper, every single biased. news organization had a bias said their bias Stated. everybody knew their bias yeah. and it wasn't until like 
the, like the journalist, Democrat newspaper. General, journalistic integrity of we're only saying the truth is a fairly new concept. And I thought that was interesting. Well, and that correlates, though, too, with asking questions. Because a lot of when because you're right, like newspapers, yeah. media outlets had Have a bias, a had a bias long before. And then there was uh, a time where it was uh, we are we are journalists. We're out on the prowl. Yeah. We are only our, we're hunting for facts and we're looking and, for truth. And it's part of it. I, we, just like conspiracy theories, yeah. we won't get onto the yeah. music industry. OK, like that. But just it's like learn. Thank you me. learn how to do it. Yeah. Like when you start off as a journalist, like you learn how to be a journalist. Like so you are set on a beat and you have to learn that beat. And then as you grow and grow and grow, you can do bigger and better things. And everything. But yes. you have to learn how to do it from whatever ground level you're put on. Right. Yeah. That's how. So you're asking questions. You're learning things. You're 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 following stories. Yeah. Because if you follow a story and it's interesting, then it got a, it has a good chance of getting published. Yeah. But if you know, if you know what the audience wants to hear and you don't even have to do yeah. any Anything. research or any asking questions at all. All you have to do is just you just got to be dot bop 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 jump bad dot dot and then that's all you gotta do. Let those clicks roll in and let those clicks roll in. Yeah. Well, then you're not a journalist. Like all you gotta do, you just gotta play ball. You just gotta know what direction the story needs to go. Yeah. And then you can create. You can create. This is the other batch of crazy thing about it. Now, you can just say things like you. (laughs) There's no fact check false. No. When it comes to any like. Well, that's taken out of context. They're like, no one even does that. No one even does that. No. It's just, yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole uh, good people on both sides thing is a, a near, like that Ugh. has been written down Ugh. in history as that. And it's like, well, clear, like, no, it's not what he said. Like, literally <laughs> the next sentence out of his mouth was, and I'm not talking about those white supremacists. Yeah. Those, but like, we just <laughs> negate that. And then. All of a sudden, we're Trump supporters and we're pieces of shit yeah. conspiracy theorists. Yeah. And it's like, what, what, what fucking batshit crazy world did we just jump from when we said like, we just listened to him say it, and you're like, well, that's not what he said, and you, you're fucking conspiracy Trump supporter, you fucking maga piece of shit, <sighs> right? Um, okay, so all I have to do is agree with you on everything, 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 everything. Nothing yeah, you do is wrong. Yeah, and that's a problem. I mean, that's it's, a problem. And I feel like, and these are these are conversations you should be having with the people you love and trust. You should be able, like, you should be able to you have. Should it. be able to. You have should them, be able but to. You can't. Well, I think you can. I think like you can do this. It's uncomfortable. And How it, many people in your world do you have this conversation with? I, I do it with. Because uh, I, I feel like there's more people in laws. With in laws on your side of the yeah, family. On my, well, yeah. Interesting. And a little bit on the other as well. Like, I'm wondering what torch you bear. Well, you know, heavy is the crust. Heavy is the crust. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I you, every, everybody should be able to like. You should be able to. And then, and here's the other thing: point it out, saying, "Okay, I should be. We should be able to have this conversation." And oh, I, I just can't have this conversation with you. I, look inside yourself. You can't have you. We cannot talk about this. This well, is, it, it this becomes is a, a lot of defending a position, and again, it becomes a lot of like, it's it's nuanced because it becomes like. The problem with 
like me versus you or us versus them or red versus blue or anything like that. It's it's always a versus. It's always there. There can't be nuances to the situation. Like when we go back yeah, to yeah, when yeah. we talk about poverty and wealth, yeah. it's like, OK, well, it's not all black people are poor and all white people are rich. There's a nuance. There's, there's there is a large quantity of poor white people. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a large there's a large quantity of poor people. Clearly, yeah, clearly. All right, there's thirty-four million of them. Thirty-four million, right? Uh, compared yeah. to the twenty-five hundred, twenty-five hundred billionaire, maybe billionaires that we kind of estimated, uh, yeah. right? So yeah, there's a lot of disparity of wealth, but it's it's yeah. it's not a conversation that you can actually quantify. Like when you're sitting down with somebody, be like, "Here's my PowerPoint. This is all the things I have." Right? Like, um, we're a little late in the pod for it, but um, you got a PowerPoint ready to no, fire well, it up, ready to go. And so my wife and I got in wealth inequality. My wife and I started talking about uh, being an artist like the other day. Oh like, no! Right? Oh no! That's right. not a conversation I'm ready to have. No. Well, so but we but we came to an understanding. Like it was it was interesting. I'm an artist. Is that no? Is you can you came up. You came up. <laughs> oh no! Because it, it was interesting because. Uh, being an artist is so subjective, right? We can incredibly agree. Incredibly subjective. So incredibly subjective. Yeah. Subjective. And in, I'll just bullet point it real quick. Okay. But basically, I said like t- taking a risk is a part of being an artist. Like you have to taking that risk to show your work to other people, show putting your work out there is an element of being an artist. That's that's the whole point about it. Because her her argument was that people have been painting and stuff like that and they'd find their work yeah. after they died and then they're they're considered artists after they've died because their work was so good and it's like well y- yes they're they're talented but like in their their work was good but yeah. part of the artist's struggle part of the artist like it's kind of like a Dan Harmon story circle right there's there's elements of being an artist none of which i have defined outside of it takes courage to put your work out there yeah. because there are people that are not like that put out their work. I have, I have friends like that. I played in bands with that. They put out their work and it's like, I wouldn't show that to people, but damn it. You have the courage to do it. So I can't say that you're not checking at least one of the boxes. Right. I don't. So uh, no, 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 no. no, Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Okay. So we gave, basically Ah. we came to an understanding that there is a difference between being talented and being an artist. And that there's those two worlds where you can be talented, all right, and then never pursue it. Like, it's just a hobby. Like, it's just, you can always be talented. You can always be as talented as you want, right? And then you can, but to be an artist, you have to check off certain boxes. You have to take certain chances. You have to be able to put yourself out there. And not everyone's going to see it for what you're looking, or not everyone's going to see it for what it is. But. And here's the here's the kicker. Here's the thing that you're going to agree with. Okay. Okay. Go on. Just because you put yourself out there doesn't mean you're talented. Just because you're an artist actually doesn't mean you're talented. Because oh, you yeah. can you can be talented and not be an artist, but you can also be an artist and not be talented. That's a hundred percent factual. Thank you. Okay. This is. But me. I thought that was a good qualifier. I thought that was a good. Uh, I yeah. I I think that I think there's so in your situation there is is something there is something there with your putting yourself out there versus not putting yourself out there and what so so uh, there's another that's a third can we go inside baseball we'll go inside baseball here go on okay so our friend or like our our acquaintance mutual mutual work yeah that we I played in bands with him and you've worked with him we've worked together but he despises you being thinking that you're an artist yeah he despises the fact that 
you in some way think you're an artist because you you wrote a book. Sure. Because you wrote a book. You think that's it? Did he say that? uh, I don't want to get into that. He thinks that you're an artist because you wrote a book. That's his. That's is him that, projecting on you. Is that okay? it though? Like that's a part of it. Did I say that? No, okay. no, I don't think you. I don't think you ever said I don't that. Think, I, mean, I don't. It doesn't sound like something you'd say. But here's here's why I yeah. think he thinks it. Okay. Okay. So this is a person that has many psychological issues. Okay. There's a lot of things going on. But no comment. His his uh, disdain for you thinking that you're an artist is because it happened to you you didn't pursue it yeah you made yeah. you made those things and then the book happened to you yeah. versus a person that wrote everything and then pursued getting the book written yes yeah. all that stuff the, the the struggle the story everything like that all that stuff you didn't do therefore you can't be an artist in his eyes that's there was no saying. struggle exactly there was so no so in in that way yeah he is kind of right that there is, there's art should involve struggle. Art should, in some way, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. All good art, all good I, art, uh, all good art. You say my struggle. book's not good. No, no, no. Art. I'm, no, I'm saying. You say my book's not art. I'm no, no, because not all. <laughs> no, I said all good art, because not all art. So, so my book's not. Not good every art. artist needs to be talented. <laughs> my, my my thing. But is, your book is talented. Yeah. Your your book is your your book. Okay. All right, all right. There, there's nuances to it. Okay. But I feel like you're not listening to I'll what I'm saying. I'm gonna hold on. I'm your not struggle, yeah. your struggle doesn't allow you to say that you're an artist. Can other people no, call? I don't, I don't, can yeah, can yeah, other I people would, call you an artist? And can, can other people call what yes. you did art? Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, because that's what art is. Yeah, right. Right. But you have never said that you're an artist. Uh, no. And, and in fact, I haven't said that. I, I've yeah. said that out no. loud. That I. So again, where you yeah. have you have I the. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say I'm an artist. Correct. Yeah. So when he says like he thinks he's an artist because yeah. of this, it's like, well, no, I don't think he's ever said that. But <sighs> yeah. can can you be an artist and yeah. not be talented? And can you be talented and not, not be, be an, an artist? artist? Absolutely. My okay. I I'm much more of a Schrodinger Schrodinger cat situation. Okay. Okay. This is my opinion on art. Ready? Okay. If the person who made said thing says it's art, then it's art. No. And, no. Uh, and then on no. the other, and then on the other side of the coin. No. If someone who didn't make the art says it's art, then it is totally. Then art. it is. Then it's art. Then it's <laughs> always art. No, it is so, always art. Art is so ridiculously. Ridiculously, but, but you're talking about subjective. Art, but you're talking about art versus an artist because there is also the nuanced thing. Of, I think. I think. Listen. There, listen yeah, I l- think wait. there's a difference. Yeah, because a person can make art, but an artist doesn't always make art. Like there is, there is a world where someone that is not an artist makes art, right? Yeah. All right, and then there's artists in the world that just yeah. They they're they're just artists. They don't they don't. I I yeah. I don't know. This this also like this but, ties this ties into our musician discussion as well. It does. It uh, does. And I, and I don't think like trying to pin down. I remember I had this lovely conversation with guys, and I I ran into a, a gentleman uh, the other day on the street. Uh, the homeless the, dude. Yeah, no, it wasn't the homeless dude, but it was hmm. a guy we worked with a lot. And we had a lovely conversation one time at, at a bar about like what's a musician. He's like, a musician is someone who plays an instrument 
it's not you know it's not a vocalist it's not this it's not that makes it and they they someone who plays music with an instrument so i'm like oh if i just sit here and hit a tom like hitting four four time on a tom then i'm a musician if i just go bang 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 i'm a musician right you just said it and he's like well that's not what i'm trying to say it's like, well, the, I'm trying to fit within your parameters, and I fucking just did, and you said no. Well, so what? Uh, what's the random subjective thing? Well, one of the, one I'm of the thing, Well, one of the things that I brought up with being an artist is that uh, an artist makes their living off of being an artist. I think that was another like a param- another boxing objective going into the risk, because because here's yeah. the thing: like having done it myself, yeah. There is a huge gap. There's a huge leap of faith when you're like, I'm going to quit the job I have to pursue this. And, and we've, I'm, we might've talked about this with the whole musician thing as well. I know we're like, we're running a little bit here, yeah. but here, my thing is, is there's a totally different thing is identifying and believing and embodying the work of a musician. I am a musician. I am an artist, right? That is who I am. As compared to, that's my fucking occupation. And that's the difference. And, and and I think, and that's where my big hang up is, people should be able to claim that they're an artist, they're a musician, they're this, they're that. Um, but that's who I am. That's not my occupation. My occupation is not a video producer. I mean, my I am not a person who is, I am a video producer. I am a father. I am this. I am that. That's, well, my, ocu- that's my occupation. You're getting convoluted. That, 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 yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the idea of like for you for a long time in your life mm-hmm. you were a musician mm-hmm. you were a you know you were a uh, an artist right thank you thank and 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 you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but coming from a non-artist i do really take it as much <laughs> but th- but my thing is like as someone who uses that as your occupation it has a lot more. It has a lot more. There is to a, it. there is a definite distinction between and a depression that exists when it's your occupation and it's your calling. Yes. Right. When you're when yeah. you're doing it for something, and then yes. when you're doing it just as occupation. Yeah. Because I would say when we moved back to Dubuque, we started just playing cover shows and stuff like that, and we weren't doing our original stuff. I did not feel as much of an artist as I did when yeah. we were touring and yeah. making original music. Sure. But that's again. I'm not going to. I'm not going to die on the hill that I'm an artist, and that's just is what it is. I I like money as much as anybody else. Yeah, but I also as like I like creating and everything with that. Yeah. But like I understand the argument. I understand that it's like, well, you, you, your your sacrifice is an element. Your sacrifice is an element of being an artist. Yeah, and part of my part of appreciating people that have made sacrifices in the artistic world is understanding that they've made it, and if everything is just handed to them. And it's yours is a small example, right? Yours is sure. a small example. Like you, are, you are an artist in m- many other ways. Okay. Yeah. And the thing in the in the book, I prefer the term craftsman. But but the the book you made was art. Yeah. It, it's good. Sure. It's it is art, and you didn't struggle. But you can't hold everyone to the fire. I, the I fire mean, about that. But it took it took it took work to make it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's it's a ridiculous thing to say it's not art. Now yeah. again, can a person make art that's not an artist? A hundred percent. Sure, right? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't that world be but able then to that exist? Falls right? under, that falls under my, my very absolutely loosey goosey right. definition of what is art. What is art? But, Everything and anything can be art. But the the uh, the struggle though is the thing where people get 
resentment because when you don't when people go don't go through the the struggle yep. and then they get the reward it does suck that does suck and yeah. they and, that, and that's your resa, that's your problem with the uh, mainstream uh, music today uh, t swift <laughs> t swift <laughs> i would punch her in the face right yeah, now that's you yeah well i wish my i wish my dad would have bought me a record label i've been saying that for years <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> this could be a podcast I'll punch in the face, T Swift. Oh my god, I cannot wait for that boxing match. Oh god. Go fund me, Paige. <laughs> hey, thanks guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Although I am an artist and Nathan's not. Um, look, I really appreciate that you guys take the time to listen to our art. I you know, at no point ever would I ever refer to myself as an artist. Uh, and I'll never put on my a business card whatsoever. <laughs> I'm more curious. First you, off, if an artist hands you a business card, they are not an artist. <laughs> uh, prob- oh, is that it? Is that I mean, it? That's it. You got you, you. got me. I got you. You got me. You fuck. <laughs> We're gonna end it there. Follow us on wherever the fuck you can find us. Yeah, sure. Give us five stars and all that bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>